Welcome to Recharge the Soul Show, a place where we aspire to take our tips and tools we teach in our mind, body, and soul recharging women's retreats and put them in this here podcast. You're wanting to up-level, uplift, and shift into a constant flow state of joy, then you came to the right space. And we are your hosts. She's my daughter, Bailey. And she's my mom, Ann, aka the Shaman Mom. We could not be more grateful to have you here with us. And we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Recharge the Soul. And I'm here with my wonderful co-host. Hi, everybody. It's Bailey. And we're back in bed. We're in bed. <laughs> we're in an Airbnb and in bed. In Sedona. <laughs> Just getting ready for our next retreat. And we're so excited to be here. The energy, what they say about Sedona, is truly the truth. The energy vortexes are real. Oh, my God. I honestly, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. And um, I knew it's ama- I I knew it would be amazing, but oh my god! Like I honestly feel so light here, and mm-hmm, light. it's so interesting because we're talking about empaths today. And as an empath, you're super sensitive to mm-hmm. the atmospheres or the the place, the places you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, and God, it's so funny because coming from Sacramento, because I've been spending a little bit of time there, mm-hmm. um, where I feel like for me personally, the energy is super dense mm-hmm. and I have to do a lot of self-care and being a, like intentional about my practices and my mindset in order to keep myself in a high vibrational state. But coming here, it's like, oh, I feel like a little girl, like I'm just playing and this morning I went out to the deck to do my meditation and normally I'll put angel music in the back. I like to call it angel music. Um, beautiful chorus. Beautiful chorus. Is mm-hmm. some, um, it's a meditation playlist on YouTube that I like to listen to during my meditation. But here I didn't even do it because I already feel like I just, it's so easy just to tap in and drop in. Mm-hmm. So, it's, so you we haven't were, been. Oh my gosh. So we were driving here and we have one of our, we always have um, somebody come with us and we're very fortunate to have Carrie with us. We love her and she's such a light and I've known her for a very long time since way back when I used to do boot camps at a place called um, Johnson Ranch, if any of you know where Johnson Ranch is in Granite Bay. And we were driving here up the highway coming from the airport and Bailey and I were thinking about the massage therapist and the transportation and all these things. And Carrie's like, you're going to love it here. There's this little town called Cottonwood. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. We weren't really. We were in business mode. We were in business mode and we weren't, we weren't really like, we did I didn't know what to expect at all. So when we got here, we dropped, literally dropped, asked, asked our, our Airbnb host if we could drop our suitcases off because we wanted to go hiking. We literally went from the plane to the car to a hike and ended up falling in love on that first hike up this beautiful mountain. And we literally climbed in the mountain. So if you follow us on, follow us on Facebook or Instagram, you literally will see us in the mountain. And the energy there... Bailey, both Bailey and Carrie were both saying they felt lightheaded. I just felt expansive. Like it does make you a little dizzy when you first drop into it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you are, again, mm-hmm. super sensitive mm-hmm. um, to energies. It's fun to play in. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't want to leave. <laughs> I know. I know. I think I found a new favorite place. <laughs> Me too. I feel the same way. And it's really interesting because I was life coaching. I, I love that I can life coach from anywhere. And I was life coaching and I was getting messages from angels. I was like, and they want to tell you this and the other thing. And the people are going, what's going on? And I'm just like, this is an amazing, it really is an amazing vortex where you are opened up and more connected to the light. Yeah. And I do huh. want to share this one thing too about this morning. I woke up and my mom was already awake and in the mm. kitchen and she's like, they were just, I've been really feeling like I was wanting to pull from this deck of angel cards. We love angel cards. It's part mm. of our miracle mornings. Mm-hmm. And she was really drawn to this deck and she pulled manifestation and then celebration. Mm. And the, the readings were so on point. And then I was like, well, I, and then I was feeling really called to pull. So I pulled and I pulled celebration and like all of them I pulled celebration divine guidance divine guidance and support and then I was doing a live meditation for our online group for recharge this morning and I pulled celebration for them and so it's three times three times this morning out of like a deck of 80 Mm -hmm. cards so it's just been so Mm -hmm. fun so serendipitous yeah I love that word me too I don't know if I could say it again serendipitous 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 it's kind of connected yeah now I can say it so that (laughs) that is really that's one of those tongue twister words but honestly um we're just really excited about being here and being able to be on here with you because what we've been noticing at our retreats and noticing it more and more I think it's always been there but I think we're more highly aware of it as we have stepped into really coaching and teaching and leading and especially soul the soul process we've noticed that lots and lots of empaths are drawn to us and a lot of times women don't know that they are empaths and they're trying to self-medicate with with drinking too much wine or eating too much food just or sleeping too much or trying to numb out because they have no idea that they're empaths and so a lot of them are very intrigued when we say after talking to them for a few minutes, they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, we'll ask them, do you, have you ever been told you're an empath? And a lot of times they've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. And being an empath, this is how I love to explain it because it simplifies it is you're basically just like a sponge to the world. So, um, yeah, whenever you're put around certain people or maybe in certain Um, atmospheres or and we'll go through the list but you absorb um, you absorb things around you very easily and also I want to say because my mom was talking about like how you may tend to numb out because sometimes it could be overwhelming Mm -hmm. because you are holding all these emotions or all these different energies and they're not even yours Um, and I think as an empath it's very typical to gaslight yourself so to to maybe um to maybe shut down the feelings because you're like, why am I feeling so sensitive or why am I always all over the place or, and it's, you know, being an empath is a gift. It It really is. is. Um, but you just, I think becoming aware of it 
the second you become aware of it and the second you recognize and um, resonate with the things that help you kind of tame it, Mm -hmm. um, the second it can become a gift. Absolutely, because we both use it in our coaching. Both of us use it in our coaching. Yeah, we both use it. Absolutely, because we can truly step into your shoes and and coach you from knowing where you're coming from, which is really a gift. So that's what you can do as well when you're trying to truly understand a loved one or connect with a friend or even as a boss or an employee. It's really going to help you in the world with relationships. Yeah, yeah, because I've... Mm -hmm. I think before I fully recognized that I was an empath and that was why maybe I was reacting the way to certain things or maybe like I felt drained in certain like friend groups. Um, But now, now I feel like that I can recognize when it pops up and when I'm like feeling anxious or feeling um, gloomy or something and I can kind of look back in the past or maybe look around me and I'm like, ah, this is not my energy. And I have tools now Mm -hmm. that I, where I can get back into my own energy. Mm -hmm. Um, whether that be for me, running is huge. Like I was explaining it in our group, our online group, we were doing a sister circle the other day and it's almost like you have a wet leaf, um, and you're, you, in order to shake, like if you start shaking it, then you're getting all that, the water droplets off. Like that's how I feel mm-hmm. about running. Like when I'm pounding my feet into the ground, um, it's almost like a drum and shaking off others' energies. So mm-hmm. we're going to kind of go through a list. Well, I did want to say something about what you said about, because um, I thought it was a really valid point when you said, you when you go places and you come home and you're you have energy that's not your own so a lot of time empaths will actually think that they're crazy or they're overly sensitive or like where did that come from like you might be feeling really great and then you're in a different energy like you walk into a crowd and you're picking up energies and you just don't even know it and you'll actually think that you're going crazy and you're not going crazy you're actually just an empath picking up other people's emotions and feelings. So it's, if you know that, it's just so empowering to know that your energy, you you could actually say, that is not my energy. And then you can reclaim, I'm sovereign. This is, I'm now calling back my energy. Yeah. Or we love to say, um, I do not consent. Mm-hmm. I do not consent to this. And then, yeah, pulling back into your own energy. Mm-hmm. And I want to give another example too, because I just, it, I remembered I remember that I was, this is like, I think a year ago, I was um, in a conversation with three different people. And then one of them had a lot of, I don't know, they had something going on in the world because they were, you could feel their, um, they they seemed just angry. And when they were speaking, it was, was speaking with such hostility and it wasn't necessarily at us but I remember just being in that conversation and just like the longer it went on I was like oh oh my god I got to get out of this I have to Mm -hmm. like I almost like couldn't focus anymore and the other person I was with was completely unaffected 
and and we walked away and like I felt like I needed to cry and I was like I felt like I was crazy because mm-hmm. I was like why and then the other person I was with was totally calm and like looking at me like what the hell happened to you and I'm like I don't know like mm-hmm. but it was that but now I can look back and be like oh my god that was I was picking up that other person's like anxious angry energy and mm-hmm. it was making me like want to like freaking run out of that room (laughs) I so understand that and it's and it's really interesting because if you're with a person that's not an empath and they're not picking up on it they could look at you and say what's wrong with you and I felt crazy you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I just love that as a point so we're going to ask you just a few questions so that you can ask yourself are you an empath so I'll go first because these are the couple of things that that I noticed that really, really um, let me know that I'm an empath. Um, one is that I feel triggered when I'm being rushed. I don't, it really puts, it makes me get really super frazzled when I'm feeling rushed. And then the other one that that really gets to me is I have, I really need to recharge when I'm alone. I, I love people. I love doing all the work that I do. But in order to do the work I'm doing, I really have to be by myself sometimes. And just like I can be with my husband. I can be with Bailey. But I really, I can be with little bear, my little, little bear. But I can't, other than that, I really just need to just tap out for just a minute so I can recharge. So those are a couple of things that really are important to me in order to stay calm and grounded and not take on too much and honor my empathness. I don't even know if that's a word. <laughs> empathness. My, it just, now is. We just created a word. <laughs> Put it in the dictionary. I'm going to honor my empathness. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word now. Okay, it's a word. Somebody's going to look it up and they're going to they're going to email us. How would you spell that? And they're going to we just empath with mess. Yeah, they're going to text us and say that's not a word. We know that. We know it's not a word, but we're now creating one. Nobody said we're professionals. It's spelled E M P A T H N E S S empathness. You keep like a spelling bee. Why don't just add another <laughs> s on there? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow you know what we're talking about so i said recharging alone mm-hmm. and loud noises so what would be a couple of oh, that did you say loud noises no i didn't say loud i said oh. triggered when being well, rushed because i want recharge alone oh okay I said those two um well for me one thing that i've realized um last year is as an empath for and i don't know if this is for every empath but for me i get so irritated and it like triggered by loud constant mm-hmm. like noises like mm-hmm. god um where we were we you and I were together I know you were with me and we were walking and there was this garbage truck that was like or it was some sort of whether it was a garbage truck or a construction truck but it was following us like because it was doing <laughs> pit stops <laughs> and it was coming with us and it was just like I beep, think that was in Costa Rica beep, yeah beep and i thought we were getting away from it and then it would turn the corner and follow us and continue with the beeping sound and i'm like i was i felt so bad but i was so mad at that guy who was driving that truck because i'm like take another road (laughs) why are you following us with that annoying noise yeah and it's and i feel bad like even 
again, um, like with babies, um, like on a plane, crying. That daily. I know that sounds so terrible. Because you were once that baby. I know, and I know, and I try to remind myself whenever it's happening that the mom, the parents are struggling with it themselves, and I know that, and I know that the baby, it's a baby, it's the most innocent thing, probably. You know, it will be, it's in its most innocent state, but I can't help <laughs> try. Dear God, please, please forgive her because know. you know what's going to happen. You're going to get a I baby. I feel terrible saying if, that, you, but I'm just trying to be honest because yeah. that like things like I know. that. I, where it is, I totally understand. And it's constant. Um, I just, it drives me insane, but we'll move on because now people are like, wow, she's really, she's an angry empath. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I understand that because it's just, it can be really just be overwhelming is what it, yeah, what is it can be overwhelming because it's, it's so, so like you want it to soothe the baby, you want the baby to calm down and the well, noise. Well, it's not even about the, yeah, <laughs> I think it like gets it. my, like my heart, like it gets it like yeah. going and then my anxiety mm. spikes up. It's, yeah. yeah, but they do say that loud noises for empaths are very triggering. Um, and then also for me, um, I do tend to absorb others' emotions very easily. Like today we were in a cave in Zion, or in Zion, um, in Sedona and somebody was very frustrated in the cave and (laughs) screaming at somebody else. And I had to, I like couldn't it was a beautiful view and i wanted i was waiting in line to get a picture but i just couldn't stay there because i was starting to get panicked and frustrated and so i like climbed down the cliff and left the cave so it's just i easily absorb i think especially Mm -hmm. when it's heightened emotions Mm -hmm. but also when people are super excited and happy i'm like Mm -hmm. intensifies my emotions so yeah being being aware of who you're surrounding yourself with and and like just mean if that is their like constant state you know but i also can see how absorbing other people's emotions when you're when you're coaching it's super important to be able to really tap into their emotions but then you have to untap like how yeah. do you tap in and then tap out so that's a skill set that that um i've learned and that you're you have learned because we have to do it because of what we can't hold space for people and stay there you know you have to be able to let it go that's one thing that you've always Mm. taught me because like as I've moved more into coaching and teaching and all of that I've had you've always taught me and told me to put things in a box Mm -hmm. you know and certain emotions and when when people are sad like when people are crying in front of me I start crying Mm -hmm. easily um Mm -hmm. so yeah learning how to put things in a box super important has been very yeah very helpful with that and then the other thing I noticed is that a lot of empaths and including myself I'm telling you that this is one that has been probably my biggest struggle as an empath is boundaries Mm -hmm. setting boundaries I don't know what the heck is up with that if I really if I like with my family I'm really good at setting boundaries with um I think with with clients, I'm probably not as good at setting boundaries. I'm getting a lot better, but it's just because I want to serve at such a high level. But what I'm finding is that 
if I don't set boundaries, well, then people will just keep pushing and step right all over you. And, and then you're not serving anybody because I can't serve when I'm resentful. So I have to be able to have clear, healthy boundaries with, um, with, with my people. And so, so it's really been interesting going through this and really diving deeper into empaths because we've, we've really tapped into it, but we we're noticing that there's a lot more information nowadays about it, which is so wonderful that so many people are realizing that they are empaths and so many people are learning what that actually means and learning skills in order to handle that. It's been um, just a beautiful thing and um, a big growth phase for me as well. So I'm loving that. Yeah. And I think that um, what you're talking about, like the thing about having a difficult time setting boundaries with people, it's because you so easily can tap into their emotions and, and you do have that such a, empathy like you're you, you, you're empathetic mm-hmm. you know so it's mm-hmm. like you don't want to hurt their feelings or make them feel less than or mm-hmm. that they're not that you don't hear them or see them mm-hmm. but at the same time you're not serving anybody if you're letting people walk all over you because and you can't be your authentic self absolutely and you know we're getting to the point where we're serving more than one at a time and you sometimes you want to be able to help all the one ones and the ones and the ones and the ones, but you can't serve when there's only 24 hours in a day, one and one and one and one. You could serve large groups easier mm-hmm. and with less effort. And so that's what we're learning as well too. So it's just been it's been a really beautiful process. I'm I and I love talking about impasse because there's so many people who are and and don't realize it. So the last thing for me is um, if you get told you're too sensitive. Why are you always so sensitive? Your feelings always get hurt. You, you're always so quick to cry. Yeah. Oh, I do have one more. How does everybody out there, this is probably the best question to ask to find out if you're an empath. Can you watch scary movies or not? They like, I can't. I, oh, I just can't. Oh, my God. They, <laughs> just can't. I watched Us. Do you remember? The, or I don't know if any... Us was a movie that came out like probably oh I think gosh, three years so, ago. And, sounds horrible. And it was this family in Santa Cruz, and it was freaking scary, and it stuck with me. I was so scared and shaken up afterwards that my body literally—I threw up. I went into the bathroom and threw up. What? That's how much it wow. affected me. That's I know. I just I think in the and also other really dramatic movies. Like I think the really biggest. Like I can't watch movies about dogs dying. There's just no way. There's just no way. Marley and me. I've never watched it. I won't watch it. I just never watched it either. I can't. I won't. I can't. I I refuse. I refuse to. It's like our dog passed away. It was hard enough in real life, let alone going and watching a movie supposedly being entertained about a dog dying. I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. And so here, here is another thing. And this is where being an empath can become a gift. Is most empaths are drawn to becoming, whether it be like you're naturally somebody that wants to help. Mm-hmm. Or you're naturally somebody that's a healer or um, a counselor, a therapist, a, yeah, a teacher. Yeah. Somebody you're mm-hmm. very, you have a very nurturing aspect to you because mm-hmm. again, you do have that 
empathetic side to you, Mm -hmm. that understanding side where you can, you understand where somebody's coming from. Um, You're, you're not always just tucked into your own world. Um, So yeah, if you're an empath or if some of this resonates with you, getting into a field where you, you are like assisting or helping others on their journey um yeah like therapist yeah Mm -hmm. yeah because you you have that um a lot of empaths do have that like I would I want to say like almost like authenticity because they get it you know it you're not you don't feel so alone on your journey so that's another thing with empaths is if you feel like you you naturally want to help people then you're probably have that have a lot of these traits in you and then also for me um I have to be very picky about my atmospheres that I'm in like my physical spaces um I feel good in certain spaces and then I feel super not inspired in other places or sad and or depressed in other places like for example there's certain restaurants that I love going to where the like the food's great, but I love the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like I love warm lighting and I love good music and I love high ceilings and like where I feel like I have a lot of space. I don't like doctor's offices where it's like bright, no. sterile. Like, oh my gosh. I don't like dark, like super dark places. Like I, I remember I went to when I was younger, Alina and I um, went to a rave and it was what? terrifying (laughs) it was terrifying for me like I felt like that energy that dark creepy energy Mm -hmm. stuck to me the next day Mm -hmm. and I was like a little bit depressed and so Mm -hmm. like the literal physical like for me also with the gym like if I don't like the gym Mm -hmm. I won't feel inspired to go I won't want to step foot in there but like lifetime I I feel like I've really gotten my strength training back because I love being in Mm -hmm. lifetime and lots I lo- of windows, lots of light. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's um, big and spacious, and um, I don't. I just feel inspired in there. So if you feel like certain places like resonate better with you, mm-hmm. and then like certain restaurants you don't even want to go to, even if they have the best food, because maybe mm-hmm. it's like bright. There's a restaurant in Sayulita that's bright yellow and brown, and that's their aesthetics, and I hate going in there, but they have, like, mm-hmm. the best food in town. Mm-hmm. So it's just, that's also something that I've noticed personally with me. You know, also, too, I just, we want to give you some tools, and we've talked about them before, but I think it might be a, a good time to, now that we shared all this with you, is just to give you a few tools to help you as an empath. Every empath at the end of their day should take a shower or a bath, and if you're taking oh, yeah. a bath, you're going to be doing an Epsom salt bath. And if you're taking a shower, let the water run over your head and just intentionally say, I'm releasing all the energies that are not mine down the drain and just see all the energy. You can even envision it as a color like gray or black and washing off of you and just envision this the water is just a beautiful white light washing over you and cleaning your aura, cleaning your energy cleaning your energy field so that you can be back in your own sovereign sovereign space sovereign self yeah so I love um I do love showering at the end of the day I think that's so important and the Epsom salts really do help also when we got home today from our from our excursions running around all over Sedona what did you do 
<laughs> we walked in the house and I, I love Palo Santo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a clearing, it's a basically, yeah, it's a clearing mm-hmm. tool. Um, or it's, you go, could also get sage. Um, but I am drawn to Palo Santo and I, you just mm-hmm. light it and you, you take the smoke and you wrap it around the top of your head and around your shoulders and around your bot, like go down your legs and, but being intentional, like I told Carrie, like as I was doing it, like take a big inhale through your nose and a, and a release, clear everything on your exhale, like mm-hmm. be intentional while you are using the clearing tools. Um, also selenite is a good one. Um, but I use Palo Santo a lot in my miracle mornings and that's another tool for me um, as an empath is I've keep my mornings I make sure at least that I and normally it's around 10 minutes it's nothing extravagant but um, doing my sacred mornings really gets me back in my own energy before stepping out into the day Um, like put your phone aside get into your breath put your hand on your heart on your belly like really like tap into yourself um and clear anything that isn't yours and so again it's like what my mom was just saying even in the shower saying like I'm washing away and clearing away any energy that's not mine like I am sovereign or Mm -hmm. I do not consent or Mm -hmm. I'm taking back my energy and anything that's not more mine like I'm leaving that behind Mm -hmm. you know and just doing little things like that you could do that throughout the day you know, after you leave a busy grocery store, get in your cart, light some Palo Santo and, mm-hmm. you know, say your mm-hmm. clearing words. So and even um, we have selenite um, rocks, selenite stones that you can get literally purchase them online and they have a light inside of them and you put them next to your bed just to clear your space in your bedroom and keep that space sacred so that you can really sleep and so that the energy in your room is also super clean and pure. It's really important that you protect your protect your mindset and protect what you're consuming and we've talked about this as well but I just feel like this is because we've been getting hits up so much and by so many empaths we just want to remind you guys that what you consume eat what you watch what you listen to is just so 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 important it's so impactful so sugar really affects impacts really um, impacts really hard alcohol affects impasse really hard so just be the news the news affects <laughs> toxic friends people who are pushing and pulling on you and you're like what's going on here trust your intuition yeah trust be super yourself. intentional and you're allowed to be picky with what you surround yourself mm-hmm. with not not even allowed you should be mm-hmm. picky with who and what you surround yourself with mm-hmm. and the people that you feel that you can set those boundaries with that understand it will respect it and Mm -hmm. those are your people and the people that don't respect it Mm -hmm. man you should consider that a blessing because it cleared them out Mm -hmm. and that's a really great point because i want you all as empaths because this is one of your secret powers is when you walk out of a room and you were just with one person or maybe you were two or three people or you were in a business or you were in a restaurant or you were at the gym, how do you feel? You could say, wow, I feel really inspired. Wow, my stomach is bothering me. Or you're like, what the hell just happened? I mean, all of those are clues 
on trusting your intuition, trusting your gut. It is always, always right. And you know, as an empath, you're going, gosh, am I crazy? Or did that really happen? Or am I too sensitive? No, no, and no, you're not. It's actually a gift. So start to use it. Yeah. And again, it's like that. It's easy mm-hmm. as an empath to gaslight yourself. So, mm-hmm. um, and also another tool that I use is sweating. Oh, yeah. I feel like yeah. sweating in any form is super cleansing mm-hmm. of any energy. Um, I'm obsessed with hot yoga. Mm-hmm. The sauna is my favorite thing. I love doing hit on the Stairmaster because the Stairmaster will get you hot and sweaty easily in like 15 minutes and it washes off the study show it does wash off the energy it's for sure yeah so important that's why we always say movement is medicine i think we gave them a ton of tools yeah i feel like that was yeah we probably should have had your notepad out (laughs) we should have pre pre prefaced this with you guys should all get out your pen but you can always listen to it again I mean, we've learned all of this probably from a multitude of places and over the years and and we noticed how hugely, I mean, gosh, your mindset's like gold. All of the things that we talked about are nature. Just, sorry. Nature. Nature is another huge oh, tool. I had to The say, sun. This, oh my God. The <laughs> sun. There's so it. many tools. There's so many tools. The ocean. Oh my, the ocean salt water is so, mm-hmm. like Epsom salt, like putting epsom salt in your bathtub is like creating a little mini ocean mm-hmm. a hot warm bubbly ocean and they say but... the salt water is really clears the ions and brings in the, the the clearing ions for you so there's just we had a crazy business meeting one time in mexico with somebody that was really they were going through a lot but we picked up their energy their energy and we didn't my, know what happened my we left the meeting <laughs> and i again felt like i was going to cry and I was like, we need to go to get in the ocean. Next thing you know, like five minutes later, we're both in the ocean in all of our clothes. Just trying to get ourselves clear. People on the beach are looking at us like we're crazy. Like I was on the verge of tears. I We didn't care. We didn't care. We don't we, care, honestly. I felt get, so much better, though. Yeah, you felt so much better. I felt so much better, too, because we just needed to wash it off. Because crazy is catching. Crazy is a little bit catching, guys. <laughs> it really is. So you need to really protect yourself. Or just, especially as an empath. Yeah. So just to reaffirm, we see you. We hear you. We know that if you're an empath, you're one of our people. You're our people. Empaths unite. Empaths unite. Your empath empathness is a beautiful thing. Somebody put that in the dictionary. Empathness. We empathness. like it. Empathness. So we're wishing you so much love. Next Tuesday, we'll we'll have gone through a whole retreat. So we're hoping you're following us on some type of social media so you can see our wonderful pictures. We've got some great pictures. Oh, my gosh. In the rocks, in the caves, in the subway. You guys have to put Sedona on your bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. If you've never been there. We were not. We had no idea. We We were like, we were like, we just need massage therapist and we need transportation. That's all we need. And we need to know where the store is so we can go grocery shopping and at Whole Foods and the hikes. And that's all we need. And then we got here and we're like, how many more can we do this year? Do we have time in our schedule to squeeze in another one? Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's so great. But we will be doing more. We just probably not this year. Maybe in the fall. Anyways. Anyway. Okay. Now, okay. We, we love you guys. <laughs> we will see you next week. Yeah. Love you guys. Sending Hopefully you this helped. Oh, it helped. I think it helped. 
I'm so sure many tools. Helps. Yeah. But yeah. anyways. Okay. Sending you love. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Thank you.